Uh, You're all, all set. Right, cool. All right, cool. Appreciate it. Oh, Thanks for boy. doing what you do. Look at this. Yeah. We're on a very ca- special. The I chaos cast. Enough to make the podcast good, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Really okay, digital collector. media copyright strike, right? That's a good choice. Okay. Yes. Uh, it'll. It can't be any worse yeah. than the the, the dead space uh, one that they had a couple weeks ago where. They were reviewing uh, Halloween candy. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> just man. Martin and Evan. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great one, though. It was it was funny, but it was like it was just a, a filler week. Yeah. Dead Space. That's a fucking rad video game. That's a really good. One. Uh, yeah, there, they made a, a movie based on it too. Didn't coming they? out? No, there's no Dead Space movie. Oh no, there might be an animation. Yes, you're right. Am- it's on I Amazon Prime. That. I think it already came out. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think that's why I know about it because I, I think I, I watched it on Amazon Prime. No, but there's supposed to be a new game coming out. I think, uh, I don't know if they're rebooting the franchise or they just went a little uh-huh. bit deeper. Do I got to pull on headphones and stuff? No, you, you don't guys, have to put on headphones. Yo, this the only I, thing I would say is uh, you're well, going to keep the microphone like maybe okay. 10 inches from your mouth or so, um, and that's about it, because it, it's only one direction. If you speak you into the side You can pull on it, it, it'll come towards yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pull on it. I want to It's just, it. the arm's just stiff. Okay. Oh, man. This welcome, looks really professional. Welcome man. to a, a very yeah. <laughs> random emergency episode yeah. of the Comic Shot as a podcast. I need to change uh, the names of the camera. Oh, there's Alex. No, just leave them all as whatever weird stuff's in there. Yeah, yeah that'd well, be cool. I like that. Well, I like that. The, uh, you know, <laughs> probably probably giving Nigel at least some billing would be nice for him. Though. Well, I have him build <laughs> yeah. as Kevin Delgado right now, so we're going to change yeah. that. I want to yeah, be we, like uh, the Black Thunder. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Black Thunder? Yeah, Black Thunder. Okay, you got it. <laughs> There's no super in there. Fair enough. Yeah. We were having such good conversation out there. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well just I'm trying to capture a little episode, bit of it, right? Yeah. That's that's kind of rock stylish though, just That's been know, the like, the forever thing here though, is we'll do the podcast and then everybody'll stand around for another two or three hours with yeah. even better material than we had on the Kevin, Kevin, have a seat. Welcome. That's pretty badass. (laughs) Um, You know what I'm saying? We just make an episode because we're having good conversation out there. Can I move you over? Oh, you're going to eat your sandwich? Kevin's here to eat his sandwich. You want to eat it in frame? Yes. Can I I eat my sandwich? (laughs) Uh, It's it's encouraged on this podcast. (laughs) Uh, I need you to move over just a little bit, though, if you want to eat that sandwich on frame. I just don't want to bother Nigel. Oh, wow. (laughs) What the so Kevin, uh, Nig- Nigel's, Nigel's ca- billing here. He, he wanted to be billed as Black Thunder. Is there anything billing that you would like today? Yeah. Can I be Black Thunder too? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I want Trinidad Lightning now. Okay, we're gonna go Trinidad <laughs> Lightning. Yeah. Damn, caught me on off guard. Um, I'll be. How you spell Lightning? I'll be Latino I-N-G. Heat. I'll take that. Latino Heat. Yeah, I like yeah. that. A little pro wrestling reference there, I feel too. like, right? Uh, it's not like strippers. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of the like comic strippers. shop is also Chippendales. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, this Trinidad isn't the full Monty. Latino heat. All right. I don't think Trin- I've any Trin- performance Trin- um, Trin- Magic Dad- Mike thing is good. <laughs> um, guys, first, thanks all for coming here today. Appreciate it. I wasn't yeah. actually planning on doing this because we had an event in the back room. But I just felt like the conversation was just so good. Um, this is what we do: is like we hang out once a week and we just talk about comics and yep. creating and art, and we eat uh, gabagool. Um, yeah. So gabagool. I f- I'm, I'm very yeah. pr- proud that we have a professional uh, gabagool eater with us today, uh, Kevin Delgado, aficionado. Mm. Kevin, I'm just going to ask if you're if you're talking or chewing, be about 
eight, eight to ten <laughs> inches from that mic so we can hear all of the... We, um, we need the full capture of all the chewing sounds. I'm going to um, chew so hard. Th- this is, <laughs> this <laughs> has been it a... It can't be worse than Martin just... <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Uh, this has been a signing that's been about a long time in the making because I think we first talked back in April at Rice where mm-hmm. uh, this guy and I sat between you two and we kind mm-hmm. of yep. developed that relationship Yeah, and said, yeah, Kevin, when your book comes out... Like we'll get a bunch of copies and we'll sign it, and it took an extra few weeks, but we got it. Um, it's here. Oh, we should go go grab some of the books so we can just look at okay. it if you don't mind. Okay. Um, grab those books. You want tough grab. stuff in Scarlet. What you, you guys both want stuff from? Yeah, okay. grab grab a few books and grab grab a Wesley too because he no, we talk we talk a, too much about Wesley. Okay, never mind. Don't grab yeah. that. One. No, grab a Wesley. Grab a Wesley. Um, you, you, can, you can take Wesley and just put it right in the garbage. Shade oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> talk about shade. Kevin, yeah. tell, or maybe we'll let you eat a sandwich first. Maybe uh, Nigel, <laughs> yeah. tell us about what's your what's your history with comics. How did you get into comics, oh, and man, how did I you? Have, how how, did how you, long is this show? As long as we want to go. Yeah. We, also, if uh, somebody comes in and wants something signed or whatever, just get up and leave, and like we'll just it'll be chaos, but that's fine. Yeah. Yes. So tell us about like Nigel, Nigel. Tell oh, us my about journey your, with comics. Oh yeah. my god. Jeez. Got to chew on the mic, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got to make food noise on? Yeah, no, that's no, part it's, of it's it. Not a re- well, uh, it is, is a requirement. requirement. That's what he okay. said. I got to do the, the yes and. That's good. Um, like that. Go. So All right, cut genuine <laughs> comics. Genuine comics. Let me see if I can summarize it. Started when I was 13. Uh, Japanime and comic books. Left my home country of Trinidad. Came to America. What Walking. age were you? Uh, that's good. I like how you're putting questions in between there to kind of break it up. Uh, 2021. 20, Okay. Twenty-two. That, now I'll give it over my age. So, so what? Uh, what? Old. What Japanese yeah. manga and stuff are you reading in Trinidad? Uh, everything from the nineties. Oh, everything ooh. from the nineties. Uh, mm. Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Freaking, One of my favorites. Um, just name stuff. Samurai. Um, I can't think of anything right now. Um, nin- Ninja Scroll. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything like that. I can't think of anything right now. But okay. Akira, of course. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yeah. So left Trinidad, came to America, went to Marvel, uh, tried to get a job at Marvel to give me some scripts and stuff. So obviously on. you didn't start drawing or getting into comics at 21, 22. You were doing that as a kid growing up. And then yeah. you, you come to New York, you go to Marvel and see if you can get something going. Yeah, yeah. I just walked into the office. Like my dad bought me this really nice suit. You know, I look like a foreigner walking <laughs> to New York City, <laughs> right, in this trench coat and stuff. I had nobody else. You know, it looked like if I was, like, from Haiti or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? Bam, walking there. Um, then uh, I tried to sit down with this editor guy. I can't remember his name right now. He looked like a, a hippie guy. Like, you know, most of them editors looked like back in Marvel back in the day. Aaron, oh, what's your guess? A, hip, a hippie guy? What year yeah. is this? Yeah, what, what? That was, like, 2002. 2002. Who was, was that Alonzo? It could be. It could be. It could be. Because that, that was Joe Quesada era. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. I, can't, I, can't I don't remember know who it was. Because like, a, really like a Marv Wolfman or like some of those guys. But they were long gone yeah. by the yeah. time. So I, all I remember is that he sent it on and he asked me if I'm from Jamaica. Right? He was mm. trying to create conversation. I was like, no, I'm not from Jamaica. I'm from Trinidad. But you know who could tell the difference? We all got accents. So we all song alike, right? Kind of. Almost. Right? But then, um, bam. Right? He gave me some scripts. It was Spider-Man. Hulk, and I think it was a Daredevil script. 
drew it up or took it back. What do the what do the scripts look like? I mean, are they giving you a full issue or are they just doing like no, here's, here's a, six pages? It was just was like sample scripts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like a six page script. You mm-hmm. see, you know, go home and see what you could do with this, mm-hmm. right? Uh, some months after I brought it back, he looked at it. Um, you know, he say, well, yeah, you you kind of good. You you still need some improvement and stuff like that. You know, and I think he gave me out a couple of scripts, and I was like, "Screw it, I want to get a regular job." Like, you know, I was saying, yeah. he gave me all these scripts, and I got money I need. You know, what I'm saying, right. like, you guys not giving me money, so. Kaitano, hop in here. He, he just wants to see if I can get these signed real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, I don't have a utensil, but here I'm gonna have these. Uh, I got a red sharpie, but that's a red book. I don't. I know have a I have work. a black sharpie. I have a black sharpie. Yeah, yeah, the the gold sharpie I got by my table would have been sweet. Yeah. Is he getting the right sharpie for you? Yeah, I think so. All right, Kevin, we'll, we'll pause on your story here. Kevin, yeah. what's your story with getting into comics? Where, where did that come from? Uh, it started at birth. So I, I swam out of the canal, and mm-hmm. I arrived, and there was a crowd of rabid fans, and they were throwing pencils at me, and my infant hand went out and reached and grabbed a pencil, and I just started <laughs> drawing, and it was like the most beautiful, inspired thing you've ever seen. And, um, I don't think Caetano's believing any bit of this story, <laughs> but he's enjoying it a lot. This is, this is exactly how it happened. Uh, this is like the Weird Al story movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's 100% I was, true. I was whipping the placenta around, and I was just coloring it like, yeah. like a, so like a watercolor. <laughs> it was like an issue of freaking Faust. It's going to take a while to finish the story. No, um, I just kind of just always liked... I, well, when I was a kid... Um, you know, Image was go- lifting off, and there was X-Men the cartoon and Batman the Animated Series. I think we all share a similar yeah. origin story. Right, so, so like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just so inspired by that. And then, <clears throat> you know, I graduated to Spawn and Image Comics and Top Cow, whatever they were putting out. Then um, got out of comics for a while, got into girls and forgot about it, went to college, got back into comics, and I've been uh, pursuing it ever since. I feel bad, actually. Caetano sometimes joins us on our podcast, especially when we get into super arty stuff. I'm, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just chilling right here. I'm just going to be obnoxious. And All right. Hang, hang no, out, that's, man. The, hang the, out. the more we'll welcome if you your yell loud enough, you can be the peanut gallery. All right. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. What a great yeah. story. <laughs> All right. I, I got a bite off of Kevin's yeah. uh, thing. That's the same, kind of like the same part I took. Mm-hmm. But with everything but without the, what, embryonic side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Waving the placenta around and what were you dead? What? <laughs> you don't want to know what similar. I did with the feces. <laughs> oh, it's, it's similar to that. So yeah, I, I I got out of it, you know, and I um like he said, you know, saying started to say, hey, you know, this is for kids, right? I want to do stuff that you know meant for adults to do and stuff mm. like that. And then one day, bam, did my first comic. Everybody liked it. And it when did you do your first comic? Uh, Gun. It, it was called Gun. It was uh, when I moved to Rochester, New York, right? And it was a little bit more peacefuler than living in New York City and Brooklyn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, it was super dead and quiet and just needed something for my thoughts, you know, else I felt like I was going crazy. How long did it take you right. to make your first book? It, it took me like about three months. That's, wow. That's, that's impressive. That's pretty fast. Yeah, it took me about three months. I, that's what amazes me about the the discipline. Not only can you guys draw, yeah. but man, you can crank stuff out at like a clip that's very impressive. That like ah, I can kind of draw, but like yeah. I doing a comic just seems so overwhelming. So I'm always yeah, impressed by be. by that, that. That not only do you have the talent to draw mm-hmm. and write, but the talent to just push through and produce and get things done. Yeah, 
Yeah, it could be. It, I mean, it's a it's a long process. You know, it's a long process. But I mean, once you just keep plugging away, you'll get. Now, you you did not go to art school. You're just self taught. Uh, yeah. When they, I, I went to um to high school and I was it, and then I just moved from there on. Kevin, yeah, you went to gonna... you went to Pittsburgh. I went to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, but that was for like graphic design. Uh, illustration was I only had like one or two classes where we actually okay. did illustration, yeah. but that was clearly like my favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know those were my Same. highest grades. Mm. Uh, so tell us about your school. tell us about your first comic then. What was your first comic making experience? Like I think again we all probably doodled and did things as yeah. kids, but like getting to the point where you're like, yo, I'm gonna do a book. Yeah, that's like twenty pages. Um, so I I broke my back in 2015, Whoa. so I was mm-hmm. in a back brace for like five or six months. And um, can we get into that story? I mean, we can. It's, Is it worth it or no? It's just long. But basically, I, I was, uh, you know, I was I was doing work. Mm-hmm. I was trying to provide for my family and I fell through a roof and uh, crushed Oof. four vertebrae. So Oof. that was fun. And on the road to rehab, um, you know, my friend's a very established uh, videographer, cinematographer, and he was posting like a, a portrait a day or a picture a day. And he's like, dude, you should just draw a character a day. So I did 100 Marvel characters in 100 days. And I just got exponentially better at drawing every day from just being, re- you know, repetitive with it. Yeah. And then I started developing my own comic. And at the same time, I was having like these vivid flashes in my brain at night, and, like fever dreams and stuff. And I'd create characters. And then I eventually like built a world that they could all live in. And then I started doing sample pages to take to conventions and stuff to try to get you know my foot in the door somewhere. So that became Volantis. Were and you then, tabling with any art before this, or was it just... No. Okay. No. So this was like 2016. Um, so I did like my first couple pages, shopped them around, got a lot of criticism. Like That's what I was kind of looking for. Mm-hmm. And then um, recouped, took another six months, and did the first book. And I penciled ink, colored it, did all, everything. Wow. And then I ended up like doing the next two like three months after each other three months after each other and i ended up doing eight issues of it and i just kind of got sidetracked by their other jobs that were coming in what book was this that was called volantis Mm -hmm. so i i self-published eight issues of it that's awesome again going back to how talented you guys are um you guys don't just write or pencil or ink or color or letter you do it all and that's again just i'm wildly impressed by the varied skill sets you need to pull that off mm-hmm. and the fact that you're just saying F it, I'm doing it all. This I'm, is this is yeah. I'm horribly like uh, a control freak when it comes to that because I like Is that a common thing between all of you guys? Are you all control freaks? Independent. Uh, at, at, at first at first it was like that when I first started, man, I wanted to do everything and then I was like, you know what, I gotta give up some of this responsibility. And get a colorist, get a letter, uh, get somebody to write the story. And, you know, if I had an inker, that would have been good too. But I, I yet to find a really good inker. So now I have like a small crew that I normally work with every time I bring out a book. But when I first did Antil, man, I did the pencil in, the letter in, the, the I th- colors. I thought it was the, funny. I was looking at Antil online the other day because I have a couple of your Antil books. But mm-hmm. um, you have comics online through like a Google Books or something. Yes. 
and I, I thought it was funny that I went to the credits page yeah. and it, it was Nigel Carrington, Nigel Carrington, <laughs> Nigel Carrington. It, it should have just been like Nigel Carrington did all of this yeah. shit, but it said it was listed like one at a yeah. time. And I thought that was rude. I thought that yeah, was really I thought funny. It was, yeah, I, I, I did. It was kind of humorous for me to do that too at the time, you know? Like if it was that a was movie, like, it's like produced by Nigel Carrington. Yeah, yeah. Cinematography <laughs> by Nigel Carrington. Directed by Nigel Carrington. Aaron I should have just put, you know. Book by Nigel Carrington, but I, I, I don't know why I did it like that. I, I, have, I, that appeals to me too. I like you had some yeah. dialogue by another woman, but everything else. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, um, Aaron, you're kind of a control freak, right? Uh, just admit it. Well, I mean, with my own stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. And things that I things that I can, can exercise control over, I do like to be in control of. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I also teach middle school, so um, there's a lot I cannot control. Let's go back to Kevin eating real quick. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead, chew in the mic, bro. So, so that that which can be controlled, I do like to exercise control over it. I guess well, a control freak. Maybe, maybe in, in some regards, I'm, I'm not like an insane taskmaster. I think I'm pretty chill. All right. No, we're we're gonna make this your new persona. <laughs> yeah, this is it. It's gonna yeah, be so hard for me to play that character because it's not who I am now. Whipcracker. So many times when I've collaborated with other artists, and I don't mean this in a, in a bad way or something, but like. I'll end up having to correct so much of it that mm-hmm. it just got to the point where it's like, I just got faster at coloring. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I can color a page pretty quick now. I was there mm-hmm. too. Because I used to get flatters. I've 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 employed flatters before, and it's just they just wouldn't set up the files the way I wanted them. Yeah. The colors would be all off. I'd have to switch it all up, and then I'm the, spending even more time. Yeah, having to go kind through of and double check somebody yeah. else's work. And it, yeah. and, it takes more time than if you just did it by yourself. It's just hard to rely on people nowadays mm-hmm. just to kind of, like, they don't have the same vision as me, so it's like maybe they're not as involved. Mm-hmm. I need 100% passion in, in my in my work. So. Yeah. Reminds yeah. me of, uh, of of when uh, a certain uh, gentleman would uh, would uh, give me a page to, or a uh, cover to ink, and uh, I would have to fix a lot of it. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so I sometimes Aaron and I will collaborate on things, and yeah. I think I'm an okay artist but I'm not great. Uh, but I would sometimes give pages to Aaron and I would realize that he had re- redone like the entire page because yeah. all of my perspective's a little wonky and, and my, my anatomy's okay, but like I, I'm just drawn from my mind. Aaron's always a reference type guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it is one of those funny things that hearing you talk, and I was actually going to bring this up too, that like collaborating with you. Sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm bringing something to the table. And then Aaron looks at it and goes, yeah, but this is kind of all messed up. So I'm going to have to fit <laughs> it. Uh, uh, that's coming from Aaron. That's coming from Aaron. Yeah, I'm so, pretty messed up. No. So when, when when you guys say collaborate, you'll collaborate with somebody. You'll pay them. Would you pay them? Uh, I, Evan's commissioned me to do a couple things here and there. But when we collaborate, it's usually on like uh, like we did this thing called Comic Shop Makes a Comic. Yeah. And so we we did a couple covers for that. Yeah. Comic Shop Makes a Comic was we used to have a three hour Zoom where yeah. everybody could get in, do one page. We would yeah. provide like a topic, yeah. and then we'd put it all together. He put it all together, and I I. Yeah. Totally inspired by Eli Schwab and the cartoonist oh, okay. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like he did that, and I was like, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and we did for a couple until. Well, we're still we're still waiting on some submissions well, for number three. Know, but I um, did I did draw stuff and then just literally never sent it to you guys. So mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we're talking too much about us. We gotta talk about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I used to suffer with the same thing that Kev spoke about, where you know you have somebody work or you collaborate with somebody, and then they draw it a certain way. And then you had to go back and be like, this this hand is incorrect, or the way you you do you draw this posture, you know, it's kind of stiff, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or you know, the person's eyes looking the wrong way, or you know, you had to go back and do stuff like that. And I, I don't know, I find my my my, my, 
my experience differ when I started to find experienced people and start paying them to actually mm-hmm. collaborate with me. You know, and saying I'll come together and put it in and, and do put together a book, right? Um, so, so we're getting into a little bit of creative yeah. process. So, what's your creative pro- like? If, if on Facebook the other day you posted a comment of well, comic book writers hit me up or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you've 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 obviously got something on your mind that yeah. you want to work out what's the process from start to finish where okay i've got this idea for my next book mm-hmm. i want to try to find somebody to collaborate with me mm-hmm. what's what's next uh so i'll send them like a, a um a summary of what i want them to do like a six i'll tell them to do six pages of something like that i'll see their writing ability and then i'll take it from there and then um you know, the if you know we could agree on something like you know how much they want for it, you know the um, you know they work, you know saying if they want to get paid and you know when I make like royalties and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then or write a contract out, right? And then from the contract, right, we agree on something, and then we could actually start working and building the script, right? And then we will build the script. I'll show it to like some other writers that I know, right? They will look over it. Right, and then let me know if you know they like the way it's going and stuff like that. And then we, I might go back and rewrite the script and write, you know, think about what this character would do and what this character would say. Then I'll send it back to the writer, and then you know, you send it back to me, and then I'll start drawing from that point. Kevin, what's your again? You're kind of in a silo, I feel like, where you're doing everything. Yeah, what's your creative? You, what's you're talking about your character, tough stuff. I, you're saying the next book you might do might be another tough stuff. You're well, maybe, putting, maybe you're kind of putting me on the spot. Maybe, now. maybe not. Um, you have an idea. You have an idea. You have an idea for the next book. What's your creative process look like? How do you, um, how do you tackle? So I I find some DMT and I smoke it, and, <laughs> and then I go to the spirit realm and I talk to the aliens and they tell me what to do. No, um, I um, it's kind of like that. I don't know. I just get inspiration, and when I find it, I just I just roll with it until. Uh, it's gone, you know what I mean. But when I get that moment of inspiration, like it, it literally writes itself in, from my brain onto whatever I'm ri- typing or whatever. And from then, it's just a refining process. Everything I do is just kind of a refining process. Like when I write my scripts, it's more or less story beats and funny things I want to draw and, and write. And I'll have like, you know, I might have like a quip or something, but it's not all fleshed out. And as, as I go along, I just kind of keep refining it, refining, refining it. So like, I'll make sure that like everything follows the structure of a story. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to do foreshadowing, like I make sure what, if I have something in the end, I, I, I introduced it earlier on or something like that. Like I, I kind of go through that whole process <clears throat> But that, like I said, it's for me, it's just a refining process. Like I'm rewriting up until the book comes out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why it doesn't really help me to work with like a letterist or something, because I might just completely change what's being said. A letterer? Yeah. Okay. Letterer. Let, <laughs> someone that writes <laughs> in the book. We're not going to, we're not going to correct. correct uh, I'm just messing with you. Okay. Look, if I had to hire one, I know what it was called. You know? <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Do you point. find like while you're drawing it and working on those other parts, you're actually like reworking, like thinking about the dialogue and other things like yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Plus, like if you go, you can literally dissect my books panel by panel. I put so much little details and like little hidden things in there that like 
sometimes it's it's amazing because I'm like, oh yeah, I put that in there, and I'll forget about it, and then I'm like, I can go back, grab it, and be like, I can make a joke about it like eight pages later because I already had it in there, mm-hmm. something like that. So like, I just kind of find ways to, you know, roundabout everything. About how Very many cool. books? You, here, here it is. You get um, image comes to you, says, hey, look, we want to publish an ongoing by you. How many books could you put out in, in a year if this was just your soul? I'm just curious out of like your, your production. Am I am I handling all the duties? Is he handling all the duties? <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to do the that? Duties. Um, let, yeah, let's just say you're approaching so, it like you approach your, your so book. So my books are oversized. So I generally do like a 36 to 40 page book. Okay. Um, I think I could do like three a year. Uh-huh. If I was doing nothing else, maybe more. I mean, I guess if you're talking about a 40-page book, to me that's a 220-page book. So like, that's that, that's, yeah. that's a lot of output. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm really cranking, like I can do a page a day like easily, and I mean like pencil, ink, and color. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that's like that that could that's be impressive. like an 18-hour day yeah. though. Yeah. But if I'm really inspired and I really want to do it, like I just that's the only way I get things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that says a lot to you, just get you guys like doing your independent thing. Like, if there's no passion there, I mean, well, making making money's fine. But if there's no passion behind it, why bother? Here's the way I see it. Like, one, I could be dead. Two, I don't know when I'm gonna die. Three, I want to make a lot of books. So like, yeah. I only have X amount of time to make these. So I'm, you know, take that as you will. Wow. It's, it's interesting that, Nigel, you said this earlier. Yeah. It was almost the exact same thing that Kevin mm-hmm. said right now. And, yeah. Aaron, you said this to me before a million times. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I need to, I need to make books. Mm-hmm. And, Nigel, one of the things that sticks out to me, too, when I, when I met you at Rice, yeah. mm-hmm. I was so impressed that at the end of the convention, you had to get up and go to your real job. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this guy's here. He's so talented. And then he's got to go do electrical work. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also made the comment to me like, yeah. if I don't put out two comics a year, yeah. I'll go crazy. And I truly think that like, yeah, you're, you're putting out comics every few months that like that's and I feel like Kevin the same way. I feel like Aaron's the same way that like mm-hmm. you have to do this. You're just compelled to do this. What, do you think that's just something you're, you're born with or like? No, I, 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 I got to take up page out of Kevin's book, man. He said that, you know, he could be dead. You know what I'm saying? He got to bring out so much books before he leave the earth, right? So I that's the same way I see it. I always like hold up the worst case scenario. You know, and then um other than that, right? I um I wanna I wanna do like like freaking if I had the choice, I would do like freaking like twelve books a year. Yeah. Could you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to do twelve books a freaking year. Could you right? do but that I, if that was if that was your full time gig? Do you yeah, think you could yeah, I mean yeah I could do it. I do I could do it if it was my full time gig. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll be in my, my apartment in my underwear all day. You know what I'm saying? Because I saw normally I draw, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, but that's my process. That's part of my process, right? That's um, actually, that's part, of, when I go to Aaron's and draw, that's what we do. We get down to our underwear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We get, we get yeah. Pull hands, sing kumbaya. Yeah. Turn, the, yeah. turn the heat up really high. Do a sweat lodge. We actually start wrestling. Yeah. Papers <laughs> curling up. <laughs> I, uh, Oil each other down. I, yeah. I think. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait, 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 what? All right, what? Part of it, too, is when you draw, like, when you make two or three books a year, like we are, like, Mm -hmm. and working, we're at least putting in four or five hours a day drawing. So Mm -hmm. you just get quicker just by doing that. Like, I make sure I dedicate at least, at very least, four hours a day to drawing. That's a big chunk of time. It is. That's low for me. That's. But I get tired now. I'm getting older, so it's like, you know. 
I hear you. Uh, How much time do you spend drawing a day? Uh, I don't, uh, well, with the demos and stuff I have to do for school, it might it might be four. Might be four. Because uh, I'll try to do a couple hours on my own stuff. Yeah. I got to do like watercolors and painting and do I clay go, stuff. Sometimes I go like two weeks, a whole month without drawing. Right, I'm focusing on and writing a story oh, or something like that. Saying. So I just like pull myself away because somebody told me a long, long time ago to say like, yo, if you focus on like not drawing for a whole month and focus on being a writer, then you'll become a better writer. Right? I think that's true. But then once you once you get back into to to join again, you 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 have a love for you know you you you, you feel like you're learning how to walk all over again. Do the, right? what's but, the turning yeah. the wheel thing that you sometimes reference? The turning the wheel, turning the giant wheel, or is that a Caetano thing? Might be a Caetano thing. Caetano, Caetano. was here, I think, has a phrase where like because he does uh, he does comic art, he does uh, illustrations for people, he does uh, hand painted signs, uh, he does all sorts of things, he does murals, and yeah, he always talks really about good. it's like turning the giant wheel. That switching from one uh, craft to another, yeah, it's slow, slow to start, but once it starts spinning, you get you get faster and faster. And I think you know with the, with the writing or the drawing like that, hmm. but it's again, you guys do so many multidisciplinary things. I find it hard to figure out. You know, you spend that month writing. Do you spend the month penciling then and a month inking and like I, 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 but you're you're juggling all of this at the same time. How do you how do you how do you juggle so, the process? So with my process, like when I want to write a book, I'll pretty much write the entire. Like I said, when I'm inspired, I'll pretty much write the entire outline. And when then, you're on DMT, yeah, when I'm on the DMT, <laughs> speaking to the Clockwork Elves. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're yelling at me actually. <laughs> okay. That's really how it goes down, and they laugh at me. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, so when I'm inspired, I pretty much write out the entire outline, and then I might take a weekend where i can get peace and quiet like i might go like camping or something or not camping but like out in the woods and then i'll start structuring it like page by page Mm -hmm. and then like maybe me and some buddies will hang out we'll you know do something and then we'll start throwing the dialogue around you know what i mean like i'll i'll start ripping jokes on friends and because I'm a like a writer's workshop. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. But it's usually just me and my friends drinking beers and being yeah, stupid. Or just, something, that's the same know? thing. Yeah. <laughs> so so then at that point, I generally have a good idea. Then I'll I'll take it and go page by page and just start doing like rough layouts. And then, like I said, I, it's just a constant refinement of this process. Because as I'm going, I'm building more and more and more. Like sometimes I, I won't worry about like a narration. Or, or I'll have just some small narrative plots here and there. And as I go, I'm like, you know, w- when the book is done, I might go in and just write the whole narrative, mm-hmm. yeah. the whole narration after the fact to kind of fill in spots that I missed or things that I couldn't explain or, you know, kind of do shortcuts, um, mm-hmm. lead the reader in a certain direction, kind of build up more yeah, of the vibe and stuff. So I keep doing line. things oh, like sure. that. Oh, sure. Oh, hey, Nick Gentile's here. I need yeah, a I Sharpie. Right here. Got you. you got... Nick, come in. Take a seat. Oh, all right. <laughs> sit on my sandwich, will you? Oh, no, don't sit on his, don't sit on his gabagool. So this Jesus, is Nick Gentile. He is also an artist. Uh, he does animation. Um, oh, cool. This is actually my uh, voiceover actor from the yeah. thing that I oh. sent you. Oh, okay, oh, cool. Oh, that's Say so cool. Line, huh? Dave. Say your line. Why are you disturbing me while I am busy with my poetry? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Give that guy a Grammy. That's real voice acting right there. Um, Nick, this is Kevin Delgado. He does a book called Tough Stuff. He's out of Buffalo, New York. This is Nigel Carrington. Nice to meet you. Um, he nice is out of Rochester. He does a book called Scarlet Ibis, as well as Hair, as well as several other things. Nice to meet you. Hey, so, what's up, bro? I love this artwork. I thought this was so cool. Thank you. Do you have any questions for the artists? Gee, well, I haven't read anything yet, so why did you do these decisions? <laughs> what, did you, what made you decide the things you decided? Both of you. I like the way you said that, decisions. Mm-hmm. So my good, yeah. my yeah. decisions were yelled uh-huh. at me by a, an old hag with, that was high on acid and chasing me with a rolling pin. Um, <laughs> Actually, it, it sounds like his life experiences are a lot like the cartoons you yeah. draw. There, to be there honest. is it's, a lot like it's, my it, life experiences. So, so like like hold on, there's definitely when they, he's like hanging out with um, Dingus and spoilers, they're spoilers by the way. I just paid for this. Well, <laughs> at one point at one point they uh, they fall into a a giant cloud of ecstasy and they start tripping because they were originally like chasing each other and then they become friends and he's like I forgot what's even going around do you want to just go to my helicopter or you want to go to my penthouse and do coke and he's like yeah man that sounds rad <laughs> and he's like hey are you hearing these wub wubs he's like hear it I can feel it in my balls cat <laughs> 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 my scrotum feels like it's full of sand call me sand sack <laughs> 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 What? And that's, a, that's an experience you have? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a charming story. Yeah. Drugs has been won by drugs. By drugs. Great voice acting. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. Give, give him another wrong note. Can we get that on the microphone? Can you just give him yeah. the mic so he can repeat that line? Uh, okay. Get real close to it. The war on drugs has been won. By drugs. Oh, beautiful. Yay. There you go. We Thank you. Isolate that now and make that a, uh, a little clip that <laughs> yeah. we can play. Yes. Great. Uh, we should say the name and the, the address of the comic shop as well, which is 121. 112. 112 East. Okay. All right, yeah. Well, okay. let's get a, a 112 East Bridge Street, the okay. comic shop. 112 East. 112 East Bridge Street, the comic shop. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Huh? You step on the end of I don't know. So I'm, a I'm lot of times call. that's just kind of a running gimmick in this is that somebody will start to say the address and then uh, somehow we all end up parroting it, it or like uh, getting a good echo chamber going on. It's not a comic shop. Okay. It's the comic shop. Yep. Yeah. So all right. I got a secret message there that I'm supposed to stay in the back room. <laughs> um, where I totally lost track of everything. Do you have any other questions for our, our <laughs> guests? Yeah, Nick, thank you so much. Yeah, thank yeah, you for the beautiful voiceovers. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is fun. Cute cat. Cute murderous cat. But does he murder the good people, the bad people, or is it ambiguous? It's whatever gets in his way. Perfect. On that note. Perfect. All right. Good. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you so much. Vengeance shows no prejudice. The all ages tough (laughs) stuff, it sounds like. So, Uh, to jump back into where we were kind of at, what's your least or most favorite part of doing a book? Like, do you. Do you find one aspect more tedious or one more enjoyable than any other portion? You want to start with this one? Um, say that question again. What? So, so do you like doing one part more than the other? So, like, you know, obviously you're both pretty substantial artists. Do you like doing the kind of creative beginnings where you're figuring out the characters, you're you're starting your storyboard, or is there like? You know, when you're doing the script, you know, is there a part that you like more or less? The, the part I like the most is when I first come up with the idea. Yeah. Man, because, like, it, it seems so big in my head. Mm-hmm. 
And for some reason, I could never get it to seem like how I see it in my head, right? That's the best The best part for me is when it's in my head and I'm seeing all these, you know, action scenes and flipping yeah. and jumping and, and all that stuff. That's the best part of, you know, uh, creating a comic for me, mm -hmm. right? And the other best part for me is actually having, like, a finished product, having something from them. Mm. So the big right. idea and then like having something yeah. like so when you like took it and you made and it. the very yeah. end okay. of it. You know what I'm saying? In the, the process, you know, sure. you know, hanging out and, and, and like doing coke with your friends <laughs> and, and all that stuff and I, drinking I and all that stuff. That stuff is good, right? <laughs> the but comic I, shop doesn't endorse any of this right. behavior, by the way. I just like to make that very clear. Um, <laughs> Thursdays at 6 p.m. To be fair, I didn't, I didn't promote doing cocaine on a helicopter yeah. with a land developer. I've never done that. Okay. No, it sounds like a Just great a DMT. ethereal moment yeah. that never happened. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, byproducts of uh, all that stuff, but the beginning, the very beginning, and the very end yeah. is the part that I love the most. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. It, it yeah. is magic and to see all that stuff in the in physical, physically in front of you. That's that's the magic. That's what keeps me going. I think. Uh, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Penciling is tough. Yeah, it's it's the one that like, like your sticking point kinda. Just mm. trying to figure everything out. It's just time consuming and you're just like 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 I can ink. Once I ink, once I start putting ink down, I just like go somewhere else. You know what mm. I mean? And mm. when I uh, when I come back, I have this beautiful piece of paper in front of me with yeah. you know, art on it. But man, like Dealing with like perspective and the shot that you want to do, the angle you want to do, the references. I gotta draw a whole city. Like it's work. It yeah. is legit yeah. work. Like proportions, everything. Mm -hmm. Just the continuity, the keeping everything consistent, and and you know, your characters all looking the same. And you know that is not like an easy thing that people can do. If it was, there'd be more comics. Mm -hmm. I find keeping your characters consistent. It's incredibly again another skill that I don't have that I can doodle a person, but like mm -hmm. drawing that same person over and over and making sure you can identify that person if they change their clothes or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's very difficult. Which I, I know a lot of people their process when they start they start drawing that character like about ten times before they actually do the first page because you want to be able to get the the, the you know every every. Um, the best angle that character looks good in. You want to get the best pose. You want to get be get the best look for that character. Let's talk about Scarlet. I Scarlet. Don't even do that. I just jump right into it. How do you, you develop know? your characters then? Scarlet Ibis. Like, how do you come up with the design and things for that? <sighs> man. Oh, man. Huh. There's like, uh, yeah, again, conkless nights are just like, you know, smoking and, and drinking and... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, drugs <laughs> and no, just joking. But no, um, <laughs> no, I um, this this started when I was um, I mean this this idea been in my head for so long, right? Um, ever since I was like, like like 17, right? I have like all these characters I wanted to come up with, Scarlet Ibis being one of them. I know if you guys remember back in the day, G Force. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That that animated series, right? The 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 um, Japanese animated series with the guys with the, the bird mask and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Stuff like that kind of inspired me to 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 jump out and do my own stuff. You know, what I'm saying so. It's like little things like that. You know, kind of. You know, had this character come about. You know, what I'm saying uh, Batman the animated series, right? 
Rest Ooh, in peace to Kevin Conrad. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Conrad. Right. So like you know, it, it started from so way. It started from way back then, and it just stayed in my head for a long period of time. And I was like, I have to bring this character out. I do, I can't keep this thing in my head for so long, else I'll feel like oh, I'll go crazy or something like that. So, you know, again, that was the exact comment that you made to me back whatever Rice was like. Yeah. I can't, I gotta get this stuff out of me or I'll go crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it it it, it had to come out somewhere. The cre- the creativity had to come out some some way. Whether it be like when I was younger, I wanted to do music. Mm-hmm. Right, it could have come out through that, or this you know is what I'm okay. I'm gonna, that, so. I'm gonna throw the brakes on this for a second because this yeah, is ahead. really weird that all three of you have interests in music as well. Like Kevin, I know you you rap or produce, and then um, Aaron, you do beats and stuff. You do mm-hmm. music. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just find it odd that like th- there's the the there's a sense inside you that you need to put something out there into the world creatively, and I think that that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to do music back in the day. <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to become a rapper too mm-hmm. when I was younger, you know. And I I think it's just the era that we came from and the yeah. fact that you know we're we're emphatically attached to some kind of sphere of influence. I'm not trying to go off on like a funny joke right now. I'm yeah. being serious. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're there's something out there, right? And we just have like this able this ability to to connect with it and, and draw from it right because i don't know where your ideas come from like i said i i get my ideas when it's like three in the morning and i'm like i should be sleeping and i'm kind of tossing and turning and i'm like man what's uh you know i i just get like an idea and then i'm like i'm like yeah 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 so how do i get there okay yeah i get there through that or or these this could come from this like i could you know connect these dots this mm-hmm. certain way and it's like it just snowballs into something else so snowballs as, into something that catches on fire <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not even an original quote. That was old Syracuse football coach quote. He gave it in a uh, press conference one time. He said, "Well, hopefully this snowballs into something that catches on fire." And wow. I think every reporter's head exploded. Yeah, uh, excellent. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, tell us, tell us more about tough stuff. Where did where did this idea come from? So pandemic time. Um, yeah, no, well, <laughs> my brother and I started this thing called Tubi Roulette, where we would just go on the streaming app Tubi. Oh, hell yeah. Find, like, the most random, horrible, like, 80s Tubi movie baby. ever. And, like, do, like, Samurai Cop is probably the impetus. And then a, a movie called Miami Connection, which, oh, love it. <laughs> love Miami Connection. Um, and then, like, like I just kind of wanted to make, like, my own version of that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't have the capabilities to make a movie, so why not just make it a comic book? And then as far as the cat, my last name can translate into thin or it can translate into cat, depending on where you go with it. So it's like, hmm, maybe kind of do a cat because that's different. And then the one thing I hate about anthropomorphic uh, comic characters or characters in general is that they're just allowed to do like human things and I'm like, no, they don't have opposable thumbs. Like, it's not realistic. <laughs> so I'm like, how can I make this cat shoot a gun? Hmm, give him a prosthetic hand. Now he's got an opposable thumb. So it's like, I just kind of think I about stuff like that. I didn't even yeah. think of that until... Uh, There's a joke yeah. in here, because he has to go that. get a job, right? He's yeah. got to get a job. And the guy's like, what makes you think you're qualified? And he's like... I think... I, he's like, I'm oh. sure the first cat with an opposable thumb. Perfect. Yep. So that's... <laughs> he's like, uh, this is a schlub guy. Um, 
I don't know. I just kind of like drawing funny shit. So like any way I can do that, I, I just kind of figure out a way that I can add it in there. Like um, this four days later, like it's drawn in crack. Like I just thought that was funny. <laughs> like the texture is crack. Um, you know, a cat driving a forklift. Like, I don't know. That's just it's kind of mundane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um I don't want to drive a forklift for a living. I don't. So it's, like, I it's can, terrible. Yeah. Uh, I've done it off and on. It, it like, is it is miserable. <laughs> I don't look down upon people for what they have to do for money, but it's just like I know what I couldn't handle, and um, I've had enough shitty jobs where it's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, so what else? So what else do you want to know? That's kind of like how it came up. Was was just watching a bunch of eighties and nineties B movies. That's great. Now uh-huh. correct me if I'm wrong. Have you, have you said that like uh, tough stuff is kind of a uh, connection between Robert Crumb and Robert Liefeld? Initially, yeah, that yeah. was kind of the the impetus. Was like, uh, you know, I wanted to. That was I, okay. So I developed a different style for it, mm-hmm. right? Because previous to this, I was doing more photo reference kind of house style to like Marvel DC kind of thing. I'm glad you went in this direction. Yeah, no, this is it, a lot of fun. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted if I was going to marry myself to a project, I wanted to be having fun doing it so mm-hmm. I didn't get like tired of it again, you know? And I didn't want to become like um you know, a slave to that rigidity of like this has to be on model. This has to be perfect. Like I don't draw perfect anatomy with the cat. I've kind of, it's it's almost like a cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. It's less of a I don't want to draw a realistic cat. Sometimes I will. If it lends itself to the story, to like the experience, then yeah, I'll make it life as, as lifelike as possible. So you kind of like, oh, okay, that kind of switches it up a little bit. Sort of like those punched in parts from Ren and Stimpy where exactly. they cut to the, the Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like gross. Yeah, yeah. I love I love that. That's kind of what I was going for. The super realistic guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that paintings or paintings. They'll do like the, the one shot of the, the hyper realistic thing and like, it's like, whoa. When uh, he like slices this dude's belly he's got like goop coming out of his belly like you just like you just kind of barely notice it mm-hmm. like it's just little little things like that is like what brings me joy in life yeah, really, it's, cool. a, it's the little things mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. is because if you're not if you're not having a good time putting it together then well, maybe people would still enjoy it, but like certainly they'll enjoy it more. Cause well, it's just like any kind of performance. Yeah, like if you if you're experiencing joy in the making, then you can tell when somebody's not into it. Like if you yeah. ever go to, to any live show and you know mm-hmm. they're a little too drunk and they're not really into the town they're in, but it's mm. it kind of translates into any creative thing. Like if if you were reading a book and all of a sudden there's like a weird lull in it you could kind of tell that maybe they weren't into it for those couple of pages or they didn't really yeah. like that part of the story, but they had to write it because, you know, yeah. you had to move things forward. Your, your personality also shows, shows through your work too. You know what I'm saying? What type of personality you got? You know yeah. what I'm saying? My books tend to be a little bit more serious. Right. You know what I'm saying? Kevin books is more comedic. You know what I'm saying? So. And I'll take all of it. I'll yeah. absorb all of your yeah. guys' material. <laughs> Just keep writing, keep making. Yeah. Like, I love everything about independent comics. It's It's... You know, like a lot of us, I grew up. You, know, you read some Marvel and DC, but like one of the first things that I really read was was uh, works. Well, it was so Ninja Turtles. Oh, My okay, uncle sorry. got me yeah. Ninja Turtles, yeah, yeah. but like the first actual comic book that I bought was uh, Wetworks from Image, and I was like twelve years old. Yeah. <laughs> so Alec, even then, Alex brings up a good point, though, um, that there are stretches in books and Aaron we've talked about this before where you get to the page or two where it's like I need to finish this page to tell the rest of the story yeah. but mm-hmm. I'm just not into this page at all how do you Nigel how do you grind through that because you, you you must not every panel not every page must be that exciting there's there's a grind to this right yeah yeah definitely um shit 
Damn. Um, how did I get through a page? I sometimes it's, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you want it to look dynamic. You don't know what direction you need to go with it. You know, um, as a comic artist, right? What I was told coming up, or what the, the people I look up to, they, they try to get the most boringest scene ever. You know, somebody drinking coffee and ha it, that have to look dynamic when you do that. You know, the angles that you... you, you pay, pay attention. He's talking about coffee drinking. In <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing that Wesley does a yeah. lot. Drink a lot of coffee? Yes. It's, oh, it, yeah? It, it mimics uh, my life as well. Mm -hmm. What kind of coffee? Black coffee. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, nice, pour nice. over if possible. Yeah? Just okay. the, that, that fancy pour over A lot stuff. of sugar in there? No? No sugar. No sugar? No sugar. Oh, or, wow. or sugar free if you add any creamer. Yeah. Okay, all right. Cool, cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but making uh, pages where you're drinking coffee dynamic. Yeah, make, making pages where you're drinking coffee dynamic. The characters walking, the characters oh, talking. All like this got to look dynamic. So you had to, you had to choose an angles. You pay attention to a lot of directors, movie directors, the different angles that you choose, you know, cinematography. <laughs> cinematographic angles that they choose, right? And um, try to make those look dynamic. And, you know, it's, it's some, it, it helps, you know what I'm saying? Um, push it through, through um, other pages. Pay attention to, um, you know, uh, breaking panels and, 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 you know, when to break panels and how to do it, you know, and all that stuff is very, very important to, to push it through, you know? Pages. Yeah, swapping out your your angles and stuff. Your yes, wide, close up. Yeah, that's yep, what I yep. have problems with too. Again, I feel like I can draw a little bit, but I'm not a good cinematographer. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like there's there's the same five or six images that I come back to. Mm -hmm. And really, you're you know you're you said you can't make a movie or whatever, but you're in control of this cinematic world. Where yeah, you're the camera guy setting up these shots. Yeah, and uh, I find I find that to be a struggle. If I was to do a comic, I think I would really struggle with understanding all the aspects of how the viewer is like I, I understand how pages work i understand how mm -hmm. like i understand the anatomy of a comic book very well but then the creative part of me i think i lack is i don't know how to present my own you know the, like that we talk about like the bill senkovich panels where like mm. your eyeballs just moving all around the page mm -hmm. and it's so masterfully done and i'm not saying that I need to be Bill Senkovich, but like you guys have that command of a page where you can move your eyeballs around the, the very creative, clever choices that you make in terms of storytelling. It's just something yeah. that, that uh, again, I'm I'm, well, in awe. I, I'm in awe by. I think that's that's something that just takes experience, like like making making more and more pages. Yes, right? yes, very much so. And then certain shots is important. You have to put an establishing shot when yeah. you when you um, creating scenes. Yeah. Right. You have to put, you know, saying um, you don't really need a, a foreshortening shot. Right. But you have to have like, um, you know, close ups and and all that stuff. Right. And when I say establishing shot, you have to um, establish the character. This is where the character is located. Right. Or else if you have like close ups all the time. Right. Then if the, the reader can get immersed into the story to know that this is happening in a warehouse or, you know, on, on this street. Right, so most of the time when you're starting uh, a, a scene, right, you want to put like an establishing shot. We're gonna get a comic right, cover right now that has a terrible establishing uh -oh. cover, uh, establishing shot on the cover, and I want to see if you guys understand. That's what he just messaged me about, which I oh, thought okay. was very okay. good. A, yeah. a very bad example of of what we Nigel. Just, we just keep beating up on this one. We thing. do, we do. Yeah. I normally we don't. <laughs> normally we're very positive here. We don't yeah. try to pile on any comic creators because if you're putting comics out into the world, that's the only thing that really matters. Yeah. But this cover we don't really like. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. 
you continue down this road, Nigel uh-huh. or Kevin. We'll go Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Marvel gives you a call. Image gives you a call. What's the What's the book you're gonna do? Uh, per publisher or like Marvel or let's do, or let's do like a let's do a mainstream. <clears throat> even though we talk indie comics, let's do a Marvel or DC. Um, shit, DC. Give me um, give me Lobo or like the Ooh, Demon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think I could do good with those. For Marvel, give me Ghost Rider or uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'd really I, your your Lobo was immediately as soon as you said that. It's never like, oh, yeah, never drawn don't. Lobo. You know what I really? mean? Really? I don't think so. Give me a. He's right. He's right above our door. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I mean, yeah. I I just feel like so, like a character like that kind of piques my interest. Sure. Like kind of like the. Anti-hero, badass. You can do a mashup with him and Aquaman. I could do... Oh, oh Cable. I want to draw Cable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, give me Cable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> just you wait. Like, Widow's Peak Cable? Like, early... Only Widow's yes. Peak Cable. I've, yes. I've asked Liefeld why, and he won't tell you why, but I can tell you why they don't draw him like that anymore. And it's because they want Cable to look young because they feel like it appeals to younger readers. They won't. They don't want to draw the widow's peak because there's no old. other characters that would appeal in the X Men to younger readers. Hey, Get out! Of I here. don't. I'm not editorial. Yeah, yeah. And Dark Knight Returns features an old. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. I'm not showing on camera. I'll show you later. <laughs> but uh, and and uh, Dark Knight Returns <laughs> features right. an old Batman, and we know how horribly that sold. Yeah, horribly. That's a horrible like, trope to Just to use. Movie. Nigel, yeah. you get you get the phone call from Marvel DC. Yeah. We, any book you want. Where are you going? Shit, that's it. Damn. Uh, yeah, one Superman print you have there. I love the angle and look at that. That's Superman like print? Superman, yeah. yeah, I want some more darker, though. <laughs> I'm a, I, I like dark stuff. I'm a dark guy. I like horror, <laughs> dark, serious tones. You know what I'm saying? I would I would say Batman, but I mean, that's like a popular character. They wouldn't give somebody new somebody like Batman. So I'm thinking like... If they let Mark Silvestri do a I Batman wanna, story, they'll let anybody do a Batman yeah. story. There are so many Batman what? Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Mark Silvestri? I, I'm just joking. <laughs> I love... <laughs> what? Hold up. Okay. I, love, I love Mark Silvestri. Love we talk Mark about this Silvestri all the time. Too. He's the best... The darkness? He's, he's the best image artist. The darkness? The best of the original image artist. Yes. Okay. But this, not, is, this is on brand for Batman, though. You could literally just put some Batman... I mean, they've got enough Batman books. Ears on it, one of whatever, yeah. and that's Batman. <laughs> so you're on brand for that, though. So I nah, can see I you just, Batman. Nah, I, I, nah because, no, the, the, reason, the reason why I say not Batman, I want to get somebody who is, like, not that popular. Yeah. Right? And mm. try to see how I can make that book really <laughs> dynamic. You know what I'm saying? I want to get, like, a really low character that people yeah. really... What what's that character that you like? What's was what's, what's oh, his machine, name? Machine Man. Machine Man. Oh, like yeah. somebody like a machine man or yeah. somebody. You, know what I'm you could do a, a really dark Make sentinel that. book. Yeah. I would I would buy the heck out of that book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I would buy all those books. Make so. a lot of variant covers All right, so yeah. we talked exactly. we talked earlier Jesus, about a, a stab, an establishing God. shot. Um, yeah. I'm gonna Alex, I, if you want to pass this book over. They handed me this the explain, other day. Explain and, the joke uh, on this cover. They're like, just take a look at it, you know, read it. Uh Tell me what the joke is. Tell us and what I the joke is. And I looked at it for five minutes and just didn't get it. It's way more obvious than it should be, but it's just not funny and it's not really that interesting. 
Well, let, let them come to their conclusion. It's fine. I'm gonna. I was looking at that even before you guys pull it up. It was up, up on the shelf. Yeah, the I was poster. looking at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got the poster up there. Just what yeah. am I? What am I missing here? See, and and that's it's going over my head. I don't know what. So and. It, but Same. it's because it's, it's lacking. Part. It's lacking an establishing shot for the joke. It's not even that it's going oh, over your head. It's just he's that it's really bad. Yeah. It, yeah. Yep. yep. Now you could have drawn that a million nice different ways. You, uh, this chat guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. You could have drawn that a million different ways to show that he's actually physically in a pool. He's yeah, on. Like he's on a big floating. He's on Correct. a watermelon that's very distracting. Has nothing to do with the oh, joke. Yeah. But then you're just obsessed mm-hmm. over like what the watermelon thing is. Ha, ha, just, like, Deadpool. Ha, ha. A, but there's no water. But yeah, they're like. What, you know, is that is that the colorist though? No, no that's no, just a bad no, editor. There's no. You would see them somewhat submerged, or but something. that's it. You know that that truly is the and establishing would, shot that just isn't there. Because it, if, I mean, if they were a color, it all blue. The, sure. the characters underneath. Yeah, yeah. They'd still maybe have to be floating. And yeah, anything. Yeah, I think you could even save more. some time because you could just have a blank space. That yeah, you don't have to water. draw as much. Yeah, you, like it's a bad. But anyway, lack of an establishing shot for mm-hmm. that joke that doesn't yeah. work. That's what, that's what, and for if they one, if they did do that, it would be good. Yeah, but they just. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. For number um, one, time. I'm, I gotta I'm glad. Yeah. So I'm gonna eat this and go pee. Yeah. Um, is that cool? Yeah. I'm gonna take off. What, what 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 would Todd McFarlane say? Bud, <laughs> listen here, bud. <laughs> well, I guess do we so, want do we want to wrap it up? We've been talking for an hour. Do we want to wrap it up? I mean, whatever. Yeah. What do you guys have to plug? Uh. New, plug, new stuff, socials, websites. What do you What do you got? Uh, let's see. I just stuff did a cover I'm... for Vanish. So if you guys want to cover Vanish number one, hit me up. Um, I've got upcoming cover for Legacy of Violence. We haven't dropped it yet, but that'll be on the near horizon. That was the one we were talking about earlier, yep. right? That looked really yep. good. That was um, really nice. Tough Stuff is out right now through Source Point Press. Tough Stuff Goes to Rehab is out through me. Um, and then I will be launching a Kickstarter very soon. So follow me at solstice underscore art at Instagram, Delgado Kevin on Facebook, uh, Frigid Giant on Twitter. Uh, yeah, those are the positive ways to reach me. Excellent. All right. Um, I got a book called The Scarlet Ibis. I got issue one, two. I got issue three coming out. Um, here issue one two three four and five right uh five is coming out next year right um what else i got i mean i got so much just you could go to my website starskillscomics.com right that's star with two r's s-t-a-r-r skills right comics.com i'm on facebook nigel carrington twitter nigel carrington instagram nigel carrington um, TikTok, I don't even use it, but I'm there. You know all what right. I'm saying? Um, and, uh, my, my parole media. officer won't let me use TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't get it, though. Like the, the whole TikTok thing, I just can't. I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't think my life that interesting for me to be dancing on TikTok. Yeah. I, I posted like one art thing, and like an eight year old was like, What are you going to do for Christmas? And I was like, Spend time with my family. And he was, and they were, I assume it was a he. And they were like, Oh, cool. It was just the, it's so weird. Yeah. It's yeah. very weird that that was the only interaction I got when I posted art. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. But I digest. Yeah. And so I haven't gone back since. But I divest. Mm-hmm. But I digest. Digest. Invest, invest. Invest, invest. Digest. Uh, okay. Aaron, take us home. Yeah. It's been real. Evan Coy is wearing a vest, and you've been listening to Comic Shop Does a Podcast, colon, 
Uh, give me indie comics. I've been Aaron Z. Lee. Uh, I'm Evan Coy. We're here with Alex Dexter. And our very special guest today, Nigel Carrington. The Kevin Delgado. Bam. Thanks, Thank guys. you, gentlemen.